3: It's not human intelligence. If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should?
4: Welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Friday, May fourth. This is episode two hundred four. It's the first episode of season five. May the fourth be no, 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 no. <laughs> I had to do it. No, I had to do it.
1: No.
0: no.
1: Oh
0: man. I think Ryan's peaking. <laughs> yeah. I peaked early. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh,
0: now I we can- have to leave it in. Now we have to leave it in that I said that.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Should yeah. be uh
0: should be off show notes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, first episode of season five. And That's crazy. And yeah. Yeah. We did we did four four full fucking seasons. And that's not like 12 episodes a season, that's a full fucking year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's like
0: 50 episodes
1: or something.
4: At least 50 episodes per year. I think we've missed just very occasionally like we missed last week, but that that doesn't typically happen. We're usually recording like every week. We don't
1: take. Weeks at a time off, like some shows. You're like, oh, we're gonna take a break for three weeks because we're
0: going to Jamaica or yeah. to Hong Kong or whatever. <laughs> now this It'd was a death in the family.
4: I mean, nice. Yeah, not the death in yeah, the be, family. That, w- would, that be would, would be nice. Be nice. <laughs>
0: oh, actually, I'm peaking. So. Oh, so, you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so I'm a premature, as well. Uh- but yeah, but over here in America, we don't get uh, fucking vacation and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Not yeah. like they do in in the UK. Yeah, I mean we we do, but
4: well, yeah, but they they they're gone they get, like every other week. Yeah, they they get a lot of vacation in in the Europe's. Yeah, <laughs> and we don't like Ooh. we get two. Usually, companies will give their employees two weeks paid vacation and like a week's worth of sick time, and that's and for that's, the entire year, and that's all
0: up to the boss. They don't have to give you anything. Right. Yeah, they're not required to give you any vacation.
4: Yeah, I think in the UK it's a requirement that yeah. you get 6 weeks pay, pay, paid leave mm. for a vac- for holiday.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm Foundation. almost up to this, holiday. Yeah. I don't know what mine breaks down to cuz I just I hit the the 15 year mark where I get extra leave now. Oh yeah. So, so When did you, you turn four 15? 4 full weeks now. Uh, about 2 weeks ago. Oh. <laughs> no, well I had it was uh it comes out to like 4 weeks before but now because it before it was eleven hours of pay period, now I get fourteen hours of pay period.
0: And what percentage would you say that is? I don't know. I know you don't. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> that, that, that was a pointed jab at your math skills. <laughs> 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 well, was the snappy comeback was the was the good bit there (laughs) (laughs) well what have you guys been Uh, doing for the past two weeks now I guess two weeks
1: uh yeah just been doing shit around the house still I started on the yard Mm -hmm. and that's fun
0: That's literally around the house
1: yeah yeah literally around (laughs) the house Uh, (laughs) flower pots uh gave myself food poisoning that sucked
4: oh yeah yeah Yeah. so tell us a bit tell us more about that
1: oh not all please (laughs) Not all drink bitters are meant to be left out. Uh Uh-huh. So I had some Tom Collins drink bitters. Uh Uh-huh. Some bitters specifically for Tom Collins. Uh Uh-huh. And I had three drinks. Uh Uh-huh. Not enough to make you, like, horribly shit-faced or anything. Uh Uh-huh. And I woke up at three in the morning with a splitting headache and shitting and puking. Uh Uh-huh.
4: Yeah, not fun. Uh Uh-huh. Did it not taste? weird at all i hadn't had it in a long
1: time it didn't taste like bad it tasted really sweet actually oh yeah like sweeter than i remember it being yeah and uh which is odd for bitters it is (laughs) but i also put simple syrup in it too because that's the you do yeah i was told you do like a three two one thing like three parts alcohol two parts bitter one part sweet or something like that i don't think it's three
4: parts alcohol oh yeah it is (laughs) is it
1: Oh. Well, in the ratios of it. So if you do yeah. like two shots of, alcohol, now we're getting into ratios, you do <laughs> one shot of bitter and a half shot of sweet.
4: Uh huh. Huh. But it just had gone bad. It went bad. And you had no idea until you were, tell about three in the morning when I'm laying in bed going, it feels like someone has put a body's purging everything. Yeah.
1: Well, I wasn't nauseous. I got up and I went in the shower first. I'm like, I just need to go lay in the shower. Yeah, and that's a, literally what I did. It's laid in, the lay in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, my body it's it's wanting to kill itself right now. You have a tub, or was this a? Oh, it's just a big like shower. There's no tub. It's like a big tiled shower. This is big enough for you to lay in it? In a in a in the fetal position,
4: <laughs> <laughs> curled up, rocking back and forth. <laughs> yeah.
1: Not only was my head about ready to explode, but I'm like, oh, I just don't feel good. And then I got out of the shower and I'm just saying, I'm like, I just feel really nauseous. And I kind of thought about puking. I'm like, no, I I went and sat down. I'm like, oh, no, I'm puking. Yeah.
5: Mm. No, it's bueno.
1: And then shitting and then puking.
4: Not bueno at all. No, not fun. Not a good way to start a weekend. Mm. Yeah, that's sucky. That's pretty shitty, man. Yeah. And
1: Sarah's parents were here at that time, too. They were here last week. (laughs) Oh, yeah? Yeah.
4: So, this is your first time meeting
1: the parents? Yeah. yeah. How'd that go? Uh, they'd like my mustache where my mom does not.
4: <laughs> Ooh. Well, good. So, when? Yeah. They <laughs> like the mustache, but didn't really care for you? Yeah. Just, they're like, Sarah, keep the mustache.
1: <laughs> cut it off, put it on some piece of tape, tape it up, keep it in the book. You just cut his just, upper
4: lip off and you'd be fine. Yeah, just get rid of that just guy. Put it on the dog or something.
1: Yeah. <laughs> He has a bow tie. Oh
4: yeah, how's Oz doing? Did he get his drain out and everything?
1: Yeah, all the drains out. I took his stitches out because I'm like, why do we we don't need to take him back to the vet to cut a snip and pull? Yeah, it didn't bother him. He's back to being completely normal again. And Sarah did go back to the dog park and find a chunk of fence that was hanging loose that he ended up stabbing himself on.
4: Yeah, I saw that. So it looks like it's uh, like on the the chain link where they wrap it. You know, they wrap a wire around the chain link to hold it to the pole. Yeah.
1: Looked like one of those had come loose in the exact spot where she saw him run into the
4: fence. Mm. So she
1: went back and uh, removed it.
4: Mm. Yeah, it looked like just a big, like yeah. thick wire hook. Yeah, basically, I would do it. But I guess he
1: didn't like she's, when he was there. He didn't. She didn't notice that he'd done anything. He didn't make a noise. Didn't start complaining. Just that when he walked over by her, he was bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Just whipping it around with his tail and stuff. Yeah. Blood. Yeah, probably.
4: Well, I'm glad he's better. Yeah. Yeah, he's back to himself. Oh, good, good. Good, good. And you, sir, over the past couple of weeks? Uh, I have two things that I brought. Oh, yeah? Um, I...
0: Am, is that me still?
4: No, that was me. Oh, okay. Uh,
0: one of them is that I've been binge-watching Forensic Files. <laughs> and... Again. And uh, the one thing that I noticed is that in almost every single case, and the thing is a lot of these crimes are really heinous. Like they're, they're bad guys, you know? And, you know, in some cases they're serial killers and whatever, but there's a lot of sexual assault and, you know, mutilation of the body and all like nasty stuff, kids, there's a whole bunch of crap. Um, and so I get, you know, that the families of the victims and whatever, like really fucking hate these, these guys. I, Mm -hmm. I I get that, Mm. but what what ends up happening almost every single time is after they get the conviction, the family of the victims and the police and the prosecutors are all saying something to the effect of, you know, yeah, we got the death penalty, but, you know, in this case death is too good for this guy or something. They always say something like that, like mm-hmm. almost every time. And it's, and it's across those three. It's the, 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 the victim's family. Okay, sure. Of course they're, but what are the, why is the prosecutor saying that? Why are the police saying, you know what I mean? And I noticed that hap- uh, By the way, I've had bronchitis. I'm not contagious anymore, but that's what the voice thing is about. <laughs> yeah, yeah just, just, I've been just, assured by my doctor that I'm no longer contagious. Just be known that the bronchitis will not transfer through the
1: podcast app. Right. Yeah. So you all should be fine.
0: Um, but anyway, I just I realized that's why it's such an uphill battle in the capital punishment uh, debate arena, because the Overton window is so far beyond death. You know what I mean? They're 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 wishing more than that. What can we do
1: more? Than, this isn't even
4: enough. No, yeah, it's, like, it's not even uh, on. hell we-
1: forever. And can we do more than just. Well, because at that point, it's there. It's there um, emotions that are taking over. They're not thinking about it in a, in a kind of logical sense. It's it's pure emotion. Well, sure. Mm. Yeah,
0: and that's and that's why the battle is so yeah is so well up-filled. yeah for I mean, for
4: them it's not even should we do away with the death penalty it's it, no that's, we, that's that's not, that's not even not a even question enough, it's how can we yeah. how can we make their lives before we kill them even shittier or yeah. string it out so that it's even worse when we kill them
0: right huh
4: yeah I had not really thought about that but that's yeah
0: yeah and so and so we need to we need to first bring it back to the death penalty before we can even make any headway. -hmm. You know, they're even beyond that, and it's and like I said, it's not just the victims; it's the fucking prosecutors and the cops are all like, "Yeah, no, fucking, I'd I'd have pulled the switch if I could myself." You know, all that kind of shit. You know, just very sort of glib, and it doesn't matter. It's like, what if that wasn't even the guy?
4: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) if I could have just killed this guy with a cheese grater, that's the way I'd. Yeah, right. Yeah,
0: I mean, it is that guy. I mean, the 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 funny thing, the funny thing about this show is that like they try to like mislead you by showing you some possible suspect early on in the show. But almost every time when the actual guy, when his, when the actual perpetrators photo comes up, you're like, Oh, that fucking guy did it (laughs) for sure. That fucking guy did it. How do you interview him and let him go? You
1: fucking cops. That's the fucking guy.
0: Look at his van.
1: Yeah. It wasn't
4: the neighbor's dog. You dipshit.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: But, (laughs)
4: And then, uh, what? Oh, I was going to say, so that that was the first thing. What was the other? Oh yeah.
0: So the other thing is that, uh, the highway around here has recently, (laughs) I mean, recently within the last few years, right. Gotten the, the, the light up marquee upgrades. Oh yeah. Mm. Yeah. And, uh it's been pissing me off ever since they fucking put that in because I don't know what motherfucker thinks that they're fucking clever. (laughs) That gets to put the messages on those fucking things. And they're always some little little cute. Yeah, exactly. Some bullshit thing. And I tell Danielle every time I'm like, they fucking abuse this shit. Uh Like what they're doing is they're training all of us to ignore the messages that are up there because they're so fucking mundane and stupid that when they actually need to post something, nobody's going to look, keep them off. Until there's an emergency. That way, when the lights are on, we all know something's happening. And we need to pay attention to it. Well, guess what happened today? Every, all the way through Utah County and up into Salt Lake County was backed up traffic Mm. coming up here. Mm. The entire fucking way. Mm. Guess what was on the marquee? May the fucking fourth be with you. (laughs) Drive safely. (laughs) Did it say what was going on? No. Nope. Did it mention what, that there was backed up traffic? No. Did it say, oh, hey, you know, there's congestion or that, that there's a fucking accident up in Lehigh? Nope. None of that. May the 4th be with you. Fuck you, UDOT.
1: I also love it when they- when <laughs> By they the way, my medicine, is the- eh, not working as well as the other.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I also love it when they put on the sign, keep your eyes on the road. I gotta take my fucking eyes <laughs> off the road to reach your fucking sign. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: hey, if I can't text and drive, you can't send me texts while
4: <laughs> No, you're absolutely right. I so Steve Kuno, we we've had on the show. Uh he's he was the co-author with Joanne Hanks for uh It's not about the sex, my ass yeah. I'm talking about her life in a polygamous cult. And he made a post, I think a couple of months ago, basically saying the same thing like Don't use these signs for stupid shit like that because you're just training everybody to think that the only thing on there is going to be stupid shit and they don't need to pay attention to it. Exactly. That's exactly what I mean. Not
0: that anybody reads signs or relevant information when they drive around here anyway. But if they happen to glance in that direction. It should be off unless I mean they, they, they're literally like this is not the time to practice your fucking stand-up routine, okay? you mm-hmm. dot employee. Get the <laughs> fuck off of there unless there's a relevant update.
4: <laughs> well, but then they're just sitting there and we're not using it. Yes. It seems like a waste. No, they're, <laughs> well, you're wasting power they're for emergency. Yeah. They're there to alert people to specific hazards and information about being on the fucking road. not May the fourth be with you. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. And also, I hate the May the 4th be with you yeah, thing anyway. Like, there, there's just, that element,
0: too. It's, that, it's so... That's why I brought it today, because, like, the other times they've
4: always had stupid shit, but I'm just like, oh, that fucking does it.
0: <laughs> this is going on the show.
4: <laughs> like, Tracy knows that it fucking bothers me, and so she makes it a point usually to be,
1: happy May the 4th. Oh,
4: yeah. I, did, I didn't even realize it was May the 4th until I see people
1: on Facebook. Hey, I'm doing a Star Wars marathon in my house, and I'm like, why the fuck are you... <laughs> like you live in a tiny ass apartment. Why are you inviting everybody on Facebook to your apartment? I'm like, you no, know, I see more. I'm like, oh yeah, it's May fourth. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got you. I thought that was I thought yesterday was May fifth. So I'm confused as fuck.
4: <laughs> oh yeah. So over the past couple of weeks, I've been dealing with a death in the well, what family. What have you been doing, Dan? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dealing with a death in the family. That's been lots of not fun. Uh, it was Tracy's stepfather who she's been estranged from for, I don't know, a decade or more. Um, he had, he, so it was Tracy's second stepfather. So her, mm. her birth father died when she was really young. Uh, he was, uh, an electrician and got knocked out of his cherry picker bucket uh, I was when say he was he, doing some
1: work. And, I was going to say, did he ride the lightning?
4: No, no, he basically just fell fifty or sixty feet Ooh. to his death. Yeah, that's probably Damn. worse. In front of his brother, who he was he was out there training his brother on oh. this new technique for doing something, and that suck. Something happened and something came around and something swung around and knocked him out of the bucket oh, to the fuck. ground. Yeah. And so he died. So he dead now. He'd been dead a long time. Um and so when so Tracy's got Three siblings from her birth father. Well, there's three kids from the birth father. There's Tracy, her brother Brian, and her brother Brent, who was not even born when her dad died. Her mom was pregnant with Brent when when their father died. And then Tracy's mom married this other guy who was very mentally and physically abusive mm. and is now a born again Christian. I think ah, I have mentioned him yeah, on the man. show before. Perfect fit. Yeah, passing exactly. Out the, passing out the little, uh, chick tracts oh, at my house yeah. when I invited him
0: over for a, Thanksgiving. A real do as I say, not as I do kind of guy. Uh-huh. Right?
4: Yeah. So just like God. Yeah. <laughs> so then Tracy's mom married, um, uh, this, the Tracy's, second stepfather and you know Tracy was a bit older she's a young teen when they got married and the rest of her siblings had never known any other father really mm-hmm. you know they they had these images of the second of the second husband who was just really horribly physically and mentally Ooh. abusive just total dick and so when uh Joel came around you know her her third husband um you know, Tracy was kind of out of the dad business at that <laughs> point. And, but her younger siblings were all in. Like there's yeah. this, you know, he's, he's basically a, a hero riding in to save them all. He was, you know, he was, uh, a great father figure to the boys and, uh, father, you know, Tracy's youngest brother. Um, and, you know, was just, he was basically a, a pretty decent guy. Um, And taught the boys everything they know about how to be men, you know, here in the rugged Utah. Oh, yeah. Took them hunting and fishing. And he was a general contractor. So he was, he was a manly man. Uh, I don't think that I would have liked him very much. (laughs) He sounds, well, he, he was clearly sexist and misogynist. Uh, And yeah, he's uh, a contractor. Yeah. (laughs) And from Utah. Yeah. He was, he was a, a conservative guy from Utah who I'm sure I would not have liked very much, but he was much better than the, the previous guy. And, you know, the, the other kids in the family grew up knowing him and whatever. And just throughout his life, he burned all kinds of bridges with everybody. Um, he's the kind of guy who didn't like to admit when he was wrong about anything. Huh. And so he lost a lot of friends through stuff like that. And then he had, you know, accidents on the job, so he was in a lot of pain. And then he got hooked on, he got hooked on painkillers. Then became addicted to those. And he, I don't know, his life just kind of spiraled. And he ended up cheating on Tracy's mom a couple different times. So that all ended really, really badly. And so he had been basically estranged from the from the kids for quite a while. And I think just the years of alcohol and pills and Hmm. poor health finally caught up with him and he died in his sleep. But then of course there's, you know, he, he basically had nothing, but he hadn't set up anything for his death. So Tracy's brothers all had to fly into town. They stayed with us and, you know, trying to take care of funeral, funeral arrangements and gathering his stuff and splitting it up between the family, trying to close his account. I mean, just, all yeah. the shit you got to deal with. And so they were in town for a week and it's still not all taken care of, but you know, and then it's, everybody feels bad that they hadn't spoken with him for so long mm-hmm. and they they'd been estranged and now he's dead. And so they'll never be able to make up for that and reconcile or whatever. And it's just, it was really hard on everybody. And of course I never met him. I'd never known him. And so then I was just kind of like right. the observer and listener to uh, to everybody's yeah. stories and everything all in the past more than a week I guess. But yeah, that's pretty much all taken care of for the most part. They still are trying to finish up all the all the loose ends and they decided to cremate him and they're going to divvy up the ashes between the kids and then they're going to spread some where they went hunting and camping and stuff. So but yeah, it's, it's just been rough, the whole family. So thank you all for being patient since we didn't do a show last week and, uh, the kind words of support that were offered. I appreciate that. But yeah, it's, it sucks, man. Death, death is not a good thing. We've been talking about death a lot lately. A lot podcast. lately, right? <laughs> Fuck me. I'm tired of talking about death. I don't, I don't like to talk about it and deal with it anyway. <laughs> I just, I just kind of put that stuff on the side, uh. but yeah. It's been rough, but it's done with for now. I think pretty
1: much. Well, do we have any happy things to talk about?
4: Oh yeah, we uh we got all kinds of stuff we can talk about. Oh, I, I went to the Utah State Prison. A uh, friend of mine, <laughs> <laughs> very happy, very happy, very happy. Oh, it was so great! Yeah, uh,
0: American prisons, joyful places. Yeah,
4: a <laughs> uh, friend of mine is a uh, guard Incarcer- at the Utah no. State Prison, and Dude, the Utah State Prison is old as fuck. It was built in 51. Oh, wow. Yeah, and that's... then they've just kind of added on to it when they needed yeah. different things. And so it's like there's no uniformity to it, really. It's just like this series of connected buildings with different types of cells. Well, and I mean, that's probably good that way if and... an inmate gets loose, he's very confused at where the fuck he is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how they navigate around in there. Like there's not many. there's not many signs. There's a ton of signs with, like, there's red paint on the floor, and then there's a sign that says, out of bounds. Like, the the inmates are not supposed to cross those I mean, red lines. And- Do
1: you really want signs to say, this way to the
4: exit in a prison? <laughs> <laughs> it was a trip, man. I got to see the, the uh, first uh, cell block that they had for death row. And we, we toured the Ochre and Wasatch. Yeah, Ochre and Wasatch facilities. All of the facilities are named after different mountain ranges yeah. in the area. Do they have the gun range in there? No, well, not that I saw. It's it's probably in the max part. Okay. but There's a mountain range named Gun around here?
1: Well, no, because Utah's the only state left that lets you get, get execution by a firing squad. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right.
4: Yeah. Um, but Utah – so the state prison has – Supermax Max Medium. They've got women's section of the prison. Like they ha- they house everybody. Uh one of the problems that they were having in medium security, which was one of the secure which was one of the facilities we toured, is that they have two Hispanic gangs from California at Utah State Prison. It's the Norteños and Soreños or something it's like the that? The only gangs I've ever heard of It's is basically the
1: MS-13 or whatever. That's
4: Ogden, yeah, yeah. They do have them in in the prison as well. And apparently they're super violent. Like Utah has a super <laughs> violent Hispanic gang head, headquartered in Ogden. But what I learned is if you're a white boy and you're a little bit funny, they
1: like you. no i like you holmes you're all right i've been inadvertently partied with ms13 gang members
4: oh awesome yeah i didn't find out till later (laughs) on uh but so they have they have these two gangs from california from northern california and southern california and there's this big rivalry between the two of them and so they've had to separate them because they're all in the same facility and same block and so they've They've tried to arrange it so that they're not killing each other or, or having big fights and riots that they have you know, one of the gangs they they've split them into A and B days basically for going out into the yard. Yeah. And for less shankings. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but then the ACLU caught wind of that and filed lawsuit because they're violating their civil rights, that they, you know, they're not getting the same time outside that all of the other Inmates are getting so All it's right. an inequality thing, and so well, now the so prison were, just is faced with every
1: other prisoner. To, you only get every other day. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Done. Well, then they don't have the facilities to keep. You know, they don't. They can't switch everybody out like that. It, this yeah. was just to try to calm the violence down, basically, and make sure that inmates aren't being harmed and killing each other as often, I guess. Um, but then, because of this lawsuit, now they're going to have to reintegrate them, and they're not good. They know it's going to be really terrible, but they don't really have any choice. And so they've increased training for their officers in use of shotguns because they're like, we, you know, of course we're going to do what we can to try to save an inmate who's uh-huh. being attacked, but yeah, we're sure. not going to put yeah, ourselves that's, in harm's that's, way. That's why
0: they're training with uh, beanbag rounds and tasers, right? <laughs> no, they go right, right for shotguns first Well, thing. the shotguns like,
1: uh, have the beanbag rounds.
0: Yeah, they do, but. Is that what they're using, or they're using live ammunition?
1: I don't know. Hmm. I, I thought know. I, th- I thought most prisons don't actually... It I thought Do most prisons have- had less than lethal, is what most of their ammunition really? was, was less than lethal ammunition. Well, that'd be good. Because you don't want to go in there firing rifle rounds off inside of a, a concrete <laughs> room no, they're that's why they're of using- bouncing off walls <laughs> and shit.
0: Sure. Ricocheting. I don't think they have fucking Barretts in there, but I'm just saying, like,
4: or even 300s. They're just
0: Well, a Barrett would shot- go through the wall. I know. <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah i don't I don't know what type of ammunition they plan to use, yeah, but I'm, it's
0: I'm sure that I'm sure that when they're in there the the thing they're concerned about is the living quarters and how well those
1: are kept up <laughs> well no I' saying if <laughs> we don't we don't want to damage the cell walls here yeah. shooting five wrong <laughs> inmates versus the guy you're actually trying to take out
4: yeah, yeah. it could happen too but with bouncing rounds yeah oh, yeah I see well and, and and all of the guards seemed uh friendly they all seemed like they really cared you're, about what they're doing You're white and not in jail <laughs> <laughs> well no but i mean they 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 appeared to be doing what they can with the resources that they have available to them i mean they hmm. they tried to reduce the amount of violence between these rival gang members and now they're stuck in a place where they have to reintegrate them and they know it's going to be a bad thing and so how do you yeah how do you handle that like that's that's a Shitty fucking. Yeah, thing I, w- I would disagree with that.
1: the ACLU's position on this case. Well, I mean, you, you but can legally, see that, though. I mean, I yeah. mean legally, the, the quality issue is one thing, but is, is there not a higher safety issue component to it versus the equality issue? Sure. I mean, their job is the also not only. To you know, house the prison, but their their safety and their well-being, even yeah, though well being. Yeah, they are in prison, I
4: mean, but so then you can then you can foresee a circumstance where you've got some asshole running the prison who's just like, no, fuck it, I'm going to lock up people as much as I can, not give them at any time in the yard. That's right. a that's a total privilege, and so we're just gonna we're gonna use this as an excuse to say that we need to keep them separated right, and limit right. their time, and so. Yeah, I mean it's hard because people can be shitty, but I think when you
1: do have two rival gangs that have a violent history to when they're put together, putting them together is not a good idea.
4: Right. And but then how do you actually justify that? Like you can say whatever you want, but then you're going to have to have people come out and investigate and interview like it's not you can't just Yeah. There's a lot of nuance here. You can't just say, "Oh, well, I'm going to do it this way and that's fine" because then you have to look at equality at at civil rights issues and inequality, and equal access issues and stuff like that. And then how do you determine if they're being accurate and honest in what they're saying is their reason behind limiting their time out in the yard. And, you know, maybe it's a punitive thing that they're just using this as a cover up. We live in the age of fake news and post-truth. Yeah. So how do you, how do you determine that without going through all of these steps? You can't just take somebody's word for it and then it becomes an administrative bureaucratic nightmare which it already is anyway yeah. but yeah it's it's a tough tough spot to be in that yeah, is tricky but they're building a new prison out west of salt lake is that one actually being built now cuz i thought there was a lot of
1: contention with that with the location of it with actually the funding for it and...
4: oh yeah but republicans don't give a fuck <laughs> they're pushing forward anyway they're like <laughs> so the so the primary issue was can they if they close down the prison Okay, so let me back up a little bit When the Utah State Prison was originally built in nineteen fifty one there was nothing out there. It's out at the point of the mountain. Draper was not a thing like the prison was just a thing on the side of the road that you passed as you went to Provo, yeah. other points you know further south, but now, now you've
1: got now that area's booming with oh yeah, half now million you know, homes. Draper blew up all yeah. around there um What's Got the fucking, eagle? Eagle is it? Eagle Mountain right there? Eagle Ridge? There? Eagle Ridge? Eagle something's right yeah. there. Yeah, it's like Harriman and
4: yeah, yeah Harriman and what's the Bluff Daybreak? Dale. Daybreak Bluffdale? All yeah. that shit out there now. So it's there's tons of new ho- uh, housing developments out there. You know, you, Salt Lake is just spreading like Phoenix, and the prison is so old and they need to increase its size. You know, they're they're packed all the time. Which is a wholly separate issue, like they shouldn't have that many people locked away in the first place, but because they do, they need more they need newer and larger facilities for these for these they make more money. Yeah, And the big contention was, okay, if we close the prison, can we get enough money out of the sale of the property to uh, to, to build, developers yeah. in order to pay for a new prison? Which is impossible. And they can't. They can't get that much money because a new prison facility is going to be a lot more than they can sell the land for. Because nobody's going to want to buy the prison and rent it out as a hotel or anything like that. right? You never know. They're going to tear it all down and then develop the land where the prison now stands.
1: People open some weird hotels, some weird (laughs) eateries. I mean, imagine the the prison cafe. Yeah. Eating the cell that so-and-so stayed in. The guy that raped 50 women.
4: I don't know. Yeah, people
1: people have some there's some weird shit people do,
4: but so that was that was, you know they did all these studies and were like oh we're 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 only move the prison if we can actually make this a revenue neutral thing or actually make money doing it. Of course they couldn't, and they're like oh, fuck it we need to do it anyway. So yeah, they're gonna be building out. West of Salt Lake City, like out by the airport yeah, area. where that's going to blow up here now. Yeah, yeah, of course it is. And they're, I mean, they're basically building a whole new airport too. I don't yeah. know if you guys have seen the plans mm-hmm. or news about that, but that's all being changed and new well, development around they there. They
1: should just build a new prison near one of the impact ranges out in the desert. Why? because that way if the prisoners escape they're in an impact range like oh fuck i'm in a bombing range
4: <laughs> not a great idea to be out running around nope yeah it was it was weird man um they like i said they've just kind of it looks like they've just added on different areas as they've needed them uh the old the first death row area is now not even used at all um it was just four little cells with a master control. Uh they've they've got one old section of the prison that is four floors. Like it reminds you of the stereotypical like, like old like Alcatraz. this is how a prison is kind of thing. Yeah. Like it's four tiered floors of just cages of people. Um and that's where I met Dan Lafferty. <laughs> well, I didn't like we didn't I didn't introduce myself or anything. You didn't but, shake hands. Right. So, yeah. So we walk in and it's this long hallway with all of the cells on one side. And then they've got this long hallway with tables and stuff. That's basically their common area. So we walk into that block and we walked, you know, we, we kind of stopped as we all gathered in, in the, in the block at the entrance and the guards kind of tell us a little bit about it and everything. And the one, the one guard is like, Oh yeah. Uh Dan Lafferty, you guys know who that is? And I was like, Oh yeah. He's like, well, he's, he's on the block here. And he said, who is that? Um, he's featured, he and his brother Ron were featured in, um, John Krakower's book, Under the Banner of Heaven. They were, they committed some religiously motivated murders in the, I want to say the mid to late eighties. Um, I believe Ron Lafferty is the one who came up with the plan to kill this woman and her daughter. And Dan is the one who actually killed the daughter. He sliced her throat open. Um, So he got light. So the person, so Dan is the one who did the killing of the little girl. Ron is the one who came up with the plan and, and talked Dan into doing it. So Ron got the death penalty. Dan ended up getting life in prison. So he's, he's there for the rest of his life. But so we walk in, we all gather in this little area. We start walking down the hallway or we're gathered in this area and the guard is telling us all about it and says, oh yeah, you'll notice because they've got little pieces of cardboard that they'll put at the bottom of their doors to keep out dust bunnies. Apparently the air inside the prison is fucking terrible. They don't have like, Central air or anything like that. It's all old radiated. It's all radiant heat. And in the summer they use swamp coolers to try to cool it down. But the air inside is just fucking terrible. Uh so they put like pieces of cardboard or they'll stuff towels under their door to try to keep dust bunnies and just shit out of their cells all night. He said, So you'll notice you'll notice his cell because he's got a piece of cardboard that says laugh on it. It's just (laughs) L A F F. I think it might have I think it might have been doubled like laugh laugh or something. Uh so anyway, we walk past and I look over and I see him sitting on his bunk, and these cells are tiny. They're not they're not eight by eight, they're like six by six, maybe. I and went with I like, went sleep. With like seven foot ceilings at at the most, I think probably like tiny little places. And so we go walking past and I just happen to look over into a cell. And see that he's got this long fucking gray beard that he's braided. And his braid is like 18 inches long. And I was like, oh, that's kind of impressive as I walked past. And he looked over and saw me and just kind of nodded as I walked past, you know, like, hey. And so we walked down to the end of the block and kind of chat for a little bit more. And then we're walking back. And as we walked past his cell, I I glanced in again. He's like, hey, nice beard. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i said oh thanks uh, you, i like your braid too and he's like yeah thanks man <laughs> and i was just like that was, that's that's fucking uh, weird man that's something you got complimented by a murderer uh, yeah yeah like a
1: famous uh infamous murderer. i mean with the red hair coming out of your beard it kind of looks like a slash neck <laughs> oh
4: god that's bad right <laughs> But, well, but well, yeah, that was that was just weird and interesting. But yeah, it was it was a, it was an interesting tour. Uh so thanks, Jake. I really appreciate it. Uh that was yeah. That's something I'll I'm sure I'll always remember. Yeah. And yeah, then we went out for dinner and chatted and stuff and heard some other interesting stories about life as a prison guard and what inmates do to each other and to the guards and just some of the weird things that go on. Yeah. Like rape. Yeah. Prison rape is a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's a terrible thing. Indeed. But, yeah. So let's talk about some other stuff. Yay! Okay. That was happy.
3: <laughs> Hi, this is Dr. Hector Garcia, author of Alpha God, and you are listening to Godless Revolution. And so what concerns
2: me now is... Even if you're as brilliant as Newton, you reach a point where you start basking in the majesty of God, and then your discovery stops. It just stops. You're kind of no good anymore for advancing that frontier, waiting for somebody else to come behind you who doesn't have God on the brain and who says, that's a really cool problem. I want to solve it. They come in and solve it. But look at the time delay. This was a hundred year time delay. And the math that's in perturbation theory is like crumbs for Newton. He could have come up with that. The guy invented calculus just on a dare, practically. When someone asked him, why, why, you, know, you know, Ike, how come planets orbit in ellipses and not some other shape? And he couldn't answer that. He goes home for two months, comes back, out comes integral differential calculus, because he needed that to, that to answer that question. And so, so this, is, this is the kind of mind we were dealing with with Newton. He could have gone there, but he didn't. He didn't. His religiosity stopped him. And so we're left with the the, the realization, of course, that intelligent design, while real in the history of science, while real in the presence of sort of philosophical drivers, is nonetheless a philosophy of ignorance. And so regardless of what our political agenda is, all you have to say is science is a philosophy of discovery. Intelligent design is a philosophy of ignorance. That's all. I don't need to see, what, I don't need, have you discovered anything lately? If not, get out of the science classroom. Rejoining the Godless Revolution podcast now.
4: Well, what have you brought for us to speak about this nah. evening, Mr. Mister Machu? Mr. Machu? <laughs> it's like a Mr. Magoo thing, but not really. I guess. Uh, As long as we're making stuff up, that's
0: Dr. Machu. (laughs) I didn't spend six years in fake medical school for nothing. (laughs) Uh, Washington Post. A Florida school says it will likely discipline a white high school student after a photo of him posing with a racist prom invitation drew wide attention on social media over the weekend.
1: Last weekend. Yeah, I saw that.
0: The student who officials confirm is 18-year-old Noah Crowley was seen holding up a sign with a message asking another student to prom that said, quote, if I was black, I'd be picking cotton, but I'm white, so I'm picking you for prom? Oh, wow. Yeah. Where was this again? Florida. Oh, my. It was not immediately clear who posted the photograph to the social media service. The story generated anger on social media and found traction on Google News after being covered by national media outlets such as HuffPo and New York Daily News drawing a surge of attention to Riverview High School, a public school of 2,600 students in Sarasota. Tracy Beaker, a spokeswoman for the school district, said that the high school senior will more than likely face disciplinary measures. This incident is a gray area, she told the Washington Post, but there has been disruption at the, at the school due to his actions.
4: A gray, it seems like a pretty black and white issue to me. Me Ooh. too. That <laughs> they can't do anything about
0: it. Yeah. Wow. That's the black and white issue, right?
4: Yeah. Uh, the public school
0: can't do shit about it.
4: Well, and that it's it's actually an issue about oh, blacks oh, okay. and white. You're <laughs> taking the pun angle. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So we'll all just make light of race and, <laughs> and inequality in this country. Hey, I'm an entitled You're the same guy. as this guy. <laughs> uh, uh, social media policy, she just... Uh, social media pol- I don't know yeah. what that sentence means. Um. <laughs> Use of personal technology may violate its policies if school authorities reasonably believe the conduct or speech has caused or will cause actual material disruption of school activities or a staff member's ability to perform his or her job duties. So I guess that's the angle they're taking it.
1: Is a disruption?
0: Yeah, rather than it being a First Amendment issue, because clearly a public school
1: is an entity of the government can't do shit about free speech. He's got free speech, but he's got a, you know, there's doesn't mean there's no repercussion of your speech in this sense. In this sense, there can't be because in this, this is the literal sense of
0: what free speech means that the government can't impose punishments for your free free speech mm-hmm. and the the school would be acting as a government entity. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, then why can't I go up to a teacher and go, hey, teacher, I'll gladly like to say, fuck you. But you're then I get detention. You can.
4: You can. Yeah. Yeah, you can yeah. say whatever you want, but yeah, this is, this is a, this is a sticky one. Well, I mean, clearly what he said is shitty. Yeah, the school we, we, obviously the school can't say, Hey, can't we're going to that. censure you because you said something because mm-hmm. he didn't actually do anything. He just had a really shitty, ignorant asshole sign. Right. Wow. So it looks like they're taking the angle that
0: the disruption uh, that it caused would be enough to uh, penalize for Mm -hmm. without impinging on his First Amendment rights, I guess. Mm. Um, It also notes that using profanity, obscenity, epithets, or other language that violates generally accepted norms of appropriate public discourse is prohibited. So there there is that part of it.
1: I think you could fall into that.
0: Right. Uh, And then there's the other issue uh, that he was off campus. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, high school students do have free speech rights, which are typically stronger in off-campus contexts than on campus or at school events, uh, said Fred Smith, Jr., an associate professor of law at Emory University. Students have free speech rights when they're on campus, but they're much greater when they're off campus, just like the rest of us. Students have the ability to say things that are offensive. And the reason why we have free speech is to protect unpopular views that's why it's there. Given that he was off the school campus, the mere fact that his speech was offensive would strike me as an insufficient basis for the school to punish him.
1: Well, it's kind of like workers that get punished by their employers for something they did off work. Like, hey, I don't like that tweet you put out. Oh,
4: you're fired. Well, but that's a totally different yeah. situation it, as well. It is, like, but you're, – You're employed through this business But But, company. but you're can, not representing them.
1: If you're not representing the company and they can – it's like, oh, well, you're fired. We don't like the way you're – but we don't have a constitutional right to be able to
4: have a job. Yeah,
1: be able to work depends on the state you're in, I guess. Like Utah's a right-to-work no, state. No, the
4: Constitution covers all the states. Yeah. <laughs>
1: no, but certain states are right-to-work states, and certain states are like, no, you can't just fire employee because you don't like them.
0: Yeah, but they—I mean, it's—but it's different than a than a free speech issue. Yeah. Because that's constitutionally protected from the government, and working isn't. Yeah. Uh Crowley apologized on social media on Sunday, according to WTSP, and his statement was released Tuesday uh, by a public relations firm hired by his family. So his apology was released by a public relations firm. I'm by sure them. it was very, very heartfelt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Quote, I want to sincerely apologize if I have offended anyone.
4: That's not an apology.
0: With the picture going around, that was not my intention. It was a com- it was a completely joke. And it went uh, too far. Well, it's not a. <laughs> that's literally how it's written. Oh, it was a completely joke.
4: So clearly, this kid's just fucking.
0: Is stupid. he a comedian and and, and nice uh, public relations firm? After reading the texts and Snapchats, I truly see how I have offended people, and I'm sorry. That that really is a disgustingly terrible apology. Yeah, it, I mean, it's just not even. Well, some, it is of, some of the correct words are there, but like there's no there's nothing behind it i mean it's it's sorry you feel that way if Whoa. if i offended you like he can't he's not even he's not even owning the fact that he said something offensive mm-hmm. he's he's still saying well if you were offended i'm sorry but imagine if this apology yeah, came what
4: out west it, virginia yeah well well and so you you throw the word if in there and it's like okay well right. what if people what if somebody hadn't been offended do you think that that speech would still you know do you think your actions would still be okay yeah right like that that's only not okay because people took offense to it. Right. No, you did a shitty fucking thing. Regardless of whether anybody took offense to it or not, it's a shitty thing that you should apologize for. Yeah. Well, with our current administration,
1: people... I can see people like, well, some people weren't offended.
4: Well, sure, but that's 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 a whole other bag of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, wow, fucking Florida. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of Florida. It seems like the more I learn about Florida, the more I don't want to go to Florida. I've only yeah. been there once and
1: I hated every minute of it.
4: Yeah, I've been to Florida once also and I had a good time. I, I golfed and, oh. and had fun, but I don't. I can't see any reason why I would go. Did to you go Florida to Mar-a-Lago again? No, I didn't. No, I didn't go to Mar-a-Lago.
1: Yeah, I did. I did chem warfare training by Panama Beach. Oh yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, we were in like July.
4: Yeah, we were we were at Panama, uh, Panama City. And yeah, doing training there.
1: I could see the ocean through the trees while I was masked up in <laughs> in five layers of clothing and a hundred degree heat and ninety percent humidity. Going fuck this, and fuck I, this.
4: I was on a semi private course <laughs> where shit during the off season, fifteen years ago, it was like a hundred and twenty dollars to play. 18 holes on the off season for for me to play there. Like in today's yeah. money, that would be much more. But it was the kind of golf course where you show up, like you pull your car into their little drive-through thing and they have a valet come out, open the door for you, get you out of the car, take your keys, open the trunk, pull your golf clubs yeah. out, put and them on the cart, clean your clubs while yeah. you're standing there before you go out. And so you're probably not allowed to touch your clubs either. No, uh, it so the the other cool thing was the you know, touching your clubs in public you no. you don't have to You're fix a little boy to do that for you you know? didn't have to fix your own divots on the course you didn't have to rake the sand traps if you were in it. they have a guy come out behind you <laughs> fix your divots rake sand traps like you just play golf that that's it that's all you do that was it was hmm. kind of cool uh and oh and then man how do i get that job
0: <laughs> well and then
4: they like no i mean
0: the guy that comes behind everybody
4: oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> well and then they give you like in golf carts there's cup holders with little holes for teas and there's a thing mm-hmm. for balls and everything. And mm, there, like, uh like iced tea. Eh, no, like teas to tee up your ball. But they, <laughs> so there, you know, at, at regular public courses, those things are empty. It's for you to put your own teas in your own balls in there. It's all just loaded. Like there were, there was water in the cart. We had a little cooler. They have somebody come out and ask for drink orders. It was yeah. They give you golf balls and tees, and there was towels hanging on. It was fucking awesome, man. That was one of the coolest rounds of golf I've ever I've ever played. So yeah, that
1: was cool. I've only golfed at municipal golf courses.
4: Yeah, <laughs> that does. Yeah, this was super nice. It was really cool. Anyway, I'm sorry. So well, what? What else you got for us?
0: Uh this one is interesting. Visitors to the new National Memorial for Peace and Justice first glimpsed them. Yearly in the distance. Brown rectangular slabs, 800 inches all. Huh? What? Inscribed with the names of more than 4,000 souls who lost their lives in lynchings between oh, yeah. 1877 and 1950. Each pillar is six feet tall and uh, made of steel that weathers to different shades of brown. Viewers enter at eye level with the monuments, allowing a view of victims' names and the date and place of their slaying. As visitors descend downward on the slanted wooden plank floor, the slabs seemingly rise above them, suspended in the air in long corridors, evoking the image of
1: rows of hanging brown bodies. I, I, the, the photographs of the place, they actually looked quite interesting. I thought it was a, kind of a neat artistic thing to do with the having them being suspended like that. Mm-hmm.
4: I, I feel like i what place are you talking about? I feel like I've missed that It's somehow. the National
0: Memorial for Peace and Justice. Oh. Okay.
1: There, where Did there, you there, say that? Or, yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good. I mean, all the people that were hung by they were racist
0: assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. the memorial and an an accompanying museum that opened this that opened this week in Montgomery, Alabama, are a project of the nonprofit Equal Justice Initiative, a legal advocacy group in Montgomery. The organization says the two sites will be the nation's first comprehensive memorial dedicated to racial terror lynchings of African Americans and the legacy of slavery and racial inequality in America. This is one column for each of the 800 U.S. counties where researchers uncovered lynchings. Jesus. Yeah. Most of the roughly 4,400 killings happened in the South, but states coast to coast are represented. Brian Stevenson, the founder of the Equal Justice Initiative, said he wanted to create a space for people to confront and deal honestly with, with this history. Just as South Africa has sites about apartheid and Germany memorializes victims of the Holocaust. We don't have many places in America where we have urged people to look at the history of racial inequality, to look at the history of slavery, of lynching, of segregation, said Stevenson, who is black. The memorial opens the same week that Alabama marks Confederate Memorial Day, an official state holiday in which state offices will close for Confederate. Memo- I can't fucking believe yeah. they still do this shit in the South. Wow.
1: Well, did, did you see the Vice News segment where they're talking with that? Uh, family down in the South, and they're talking about the, well, it's, it's our, it's our heritage to fly the Confederate flag. We don't see it as being racist. Well, they got little black, like, dolls on their porch that are being, like, with nooses on them and right. stuff like that. Yeah, it's oh, not what? racist.
4: It's not racist. It's just
1: fun. We're just well, having fun.
4: It's just tradition to treat the black people like, you know, But the subhuman.
1: lady, the lady that's interviewing them says, well, you know who won the Civil War, right? He goes, yeah, sure, I do. The South won. And she's like, what? Uh, no, they didn't. You lost.
4: They actually thought that the South the, this won guy, the war?
1: This guy said the South won the war. It's like, of course the South won. That's why we're celebrating. That's why we have the Confederate flag. <laughs> it's like, oh, my well, fucking God. Wow. The, other, the other thing is that
0: that's the region of the United States where they're all, <coughs> excuse me, they're like America and, you know, yeah. stars and stripes. Which is it? Which one? Which one is it? Do you want is the one it that America, tried to, to fight it, against the mm-hmm. United
4: States, or right. the one that represents the United States? Is it the United States or the Confederate States? Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: and the other thing is, if you if you want to take off and, and make your own country, what fucking land are you going to use? <laughs> we'll give them Texas. You can't you can't just take <laughs> U.S. property. You know what I mean? Without without well, the U.S. government approving it, mm-hmm. t- unless you want a war yeah. for it again. Mm-hmm. That's what it was about. Mm-hmm. You can't just leave and take our shit.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave, and I'm taking this tennis racket and this lamp. <laughs>
1: That's all I need, <laughs> and this Alabama.
4: Yeah. That's a good movie. <laughs> oh wait, what movie I was is that? born a poor Jerk. black
0: child. Oh,
1: <laughs> I haven't watched that in a long time.
0: Uh, the first installation visitors see up close comprises statues of six slaves with chains around their necks, lash marks on mm-hmm. their backs. A mother, face twisted in horror, cradles an infant in one arm and stretches out her other hand, reaching for something or someone outside her grasp. Beyond the sculptures are the monuments to those who lost their lives to racial terror, lynchings after the Civil War. A section of epitaphs gives the brief story behind some of the names. Fred Rochelle, 16 was burned alive in a public spectacle lynching before thousands in Polk County, Florida in 1901. Jesus. David Walker, his wife, and their four children were lynched in Hickman, Kentucky, 1908, after Mr. Walker was accused of using inappropriate language with a white woman.
4: Yeah. So we're going to kill your wife and your kids also. Yep.
0: Caldwell, Washington, 23, was found hanging from a tree in 1933 In what author- in what authorities in Taylor, Texas, first called a suicide. But family members and supporters say the findings overlooked a key fact. His hands were tied behind his back. Washington's granddaughter, Johnny Patterson, said that the family was gratified to learn that Washington's name was included on the memorial as a lynching victim. The museum explores the eras of enslavement, lynching, Jim Crow, to mass incarceration and modern criminal justice issues that are the focus of the Equal Justice Initiative's legal work. Several of the organization's clients are featured, including Ray Hinton, a man whose conviction was overturned after 30 years on Alabama's death row. No doubt something Jeff Sessions had part in. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sure. Uh, Stevenson, who works with death row inmates, uh, has had judges presume he is a defendant when he sits at the defense table. He doesn't believe the slavery that slavery disappeared, but evolved. He said what he means by that is the myth of white supremacy that was created to justify slavery didn't disappear in 1865. No, it didn't. Um, Stevenson said Monday that he expects that some people will be uncomfortable by the new museum and memorial, noting the organization got pushback a few years ago when they erected the first historical markers in downtown Montgomery to mark the sites of slave markets. Mm. (laughs) Pushback even on that. Um, I think there is a better America still waiting. There is a more just America still waiting. There is a kind of community that we haven't achieved yet, but we can't achieve it if we're unwilling to tell the truth about our past.
1: Yeah. And I saw some Pretty shitty interesting. shitty comments online from people <laughs> talking about that like why do we even need a thing like this? We sh- this shouldn't even be shouldn't even be up there like we should just like like let this go type of stuff. It's like, "No, why are we reliving
4: these harmful memories?" Yeah. So
1: we don't repeat them. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like in- uh
0: in- Well, it's that same bullshit, too, right? It's like, none of my ancestors had slaves, and nobody that's alive now ever was a slave. Yeah. Get yeah. over
1: it. Well, in in Germany, I saw us in a documentary where along the streets, you'll be able to see little bricks laid out that has a person's name and a date on it. And what that is, it's the name of a Jewish person that lived at that house- And the date they lived in the house from the date they're taken from that house and taken to a concentration camp and killed.
4: What are you talking about, Ryan? That that never happened.
1: Yeah, it did. Are you sure? even Germany is willing to say, hey, look, we did this, and here are markers to mark these people and where they should have lived and stayed and you shouldn't have taken them from their homes and executed them. And some of them even had, like, stories on the walls, like, of the, of like the shops and of the actual families would actually put a placard on the wall saying this is where so and so lived with their kids. They were taken to this camp. They were, you know, exterminated on
4: this date. God, Can you imagine living through those times? That's just, just the the daily horror that you would be facing and the and the fear you would face day in and day out, all day long, every fucking day yeah. through that whole period.
0: And then oh. and then to ha- and then to have. People who know nothing about any of those horrors and nightmares that you live through say that none of
1: that ever happened, oh, actually. Yeah,
0: yeah. And, that, and that even the most sympathetic of people in the future give you a little fucking Jew brick.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> well, but then the other thing, too, is when you get everybody that says, well, the, Hitler took the guns from the Jews, so we don't want so that. So that's to happen how in it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what they forget, it's, it's called the Night of the Broken Windows, is I think is what it was called. Where uh, a bunch of Jews revolted against the German army and tried to go and kill a bunch of them Mm -hmm. and and have a little bit of a revolt. Mm. Well, that revolt didn't go so well. Mm. So the German citizens and the military went and smashed all the windows out of all the, the Jewish shops in their homes and took them out in the streets and started killing them. Jesus. And that's why guns don't play a role. And the fucking taking away guns of the Jews in World War II. Cause they had guns. They mm. tried to revolt, mm. but the numbers were way against them. Hmm.
4: Yeah. I just, I can't imagine. So that argument's gone. I can't imagine what it would be like to actually live through that shit. That's, that's one of the things that I like about really terrible movies like Red Dawn and everything is that oh. it gives you a little bit of a glimpse into like, we're, we're fat, stupid Americans who like we've never had to deal with an enemy force invading our country yeah, yeah. and trying to suppress us through violent military means mm-hmm. like that just doesn't fucking happen here we got oceans and, yeah that's
0: and, part of it i mean
4: and but. just so so to see like on the big screen this imagery of you know planes from another fucking country dropping flying overhead in. dropping bombs dropping people people running through neighborhoods killing people yeah. like that's fucking terrifying. That's a nightmare scenario. And people, like, people not in the United States, people in other countries have to deal with that all the fucking time. From the today, United, from, from the United States. Yeah. 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 Today. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. I can't imagine that. It's yeah. just, it's honestly something that I can't really even imagine. How would, how would that happen? And how would well, we it's, react? It's to like, well, like, it? we'll
0: know about it soon enough if Pence gets to be president.
4: <laughs> Did you
1: watch the uh, documentary White Hats? No. It's uh the about the the medics in Syria that are going in and and pulling people out of these buildings that have been bombed because a lot of them can't leave. They don't have the means to leave, and there's just a war going on around them. Even one of the guys in the sh- thing was saying, goes like, I tried to leave, but my daughter is disabled. She can't walk. Mm-hmm. I don't have a wheelchair. So we just have to stay here and just endure the bombings. Oh, excuses, excuses. <laughs> well,
4: yeah. <laughs> I'm just and it pisses me off when you get people like, like Trump and a bunch of the other conservatives who, who don't want to allow in any refugees from yeah. any of the wars or yeah. anything. And, well, they could be bad people. And they, you know, they should just, they should, they need to take care of their own shit. And it's like, they can't, not we everybody keep, can. Like well, it's a lack of imagination and empathy for, for people that they don't know and they can't imagine how horrific their lives are or they can, which I don't think they can. No, but. Or, or they can and do, and just don't give
5: don't
0: a fuck. care. Well, here's, here's the thing, uh, Trump and fucking Republicans, we're the
6: bad
1: guy. <laughs> are we the baddies? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like if if you keep building a house and I keep destroying your house, and you complain that you're homeless, i like, well, why the fuck are you homeless? Yeah. Why the fuck just go get a house?
4: Yeah. But I keep destroying your house. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you can
4: just go and do it. Yeah. This guy did it. He's well, got a house. Shit. I guess I have to move now. No, you can't move. Well, yeah. You can't I come here. Stay right here. Yeah, can't come here and we don't know if you're a good or bad person. Well, if I was a bad person, I'd probably be staying there and <laughs> fighting on that side, right? I wouldn't be trying to leave and seek political asylum
0: somewhere Maybe else. maybe the geo maybe it's self-preservation. Maybe they're like, "Fuck, dude, after all the fucking nasty bullshit we've done to those people, they they have to want to kill us. Like, if they get, if they get, they wouldn't be can't human. can't really blame them. Yeah, I mean, if they uh-huh. wouldn't be human if they didn't want to come over here and kill me. So we can't, we cannot let them in. Yeah. No way. <laughs> Cause it's like the capital punishment thing.
1: Yeah, their emotions take over. Like, you fuckers killed my whole family with bombs yeah. and fucking drones. And you didn't even put troops in the ground. You just bombed the shit out of us and flew drones over. We didn't even have a chance to fight back against that shit.
0: Yeah, that part's shitty, too. Yeah. This is a happy show. Yay! I'm Bryce Barkenagle. Have you ever wondered if Joseph Smith was drugging the early Mormons? Turns out it might be possible when you have a fantastic congregation that is witnessing angels floating around in the rafters and think that the temple is on fire and they're running out in the snow and writhing around on the ground naked. Yeah, as it turns out drugs might be the best explanation. Be sure to check out my Sunstone Symposium presentation on the Joseph Smith Entheogen Theory by punching that into any YouTube browser. And thank you so much for checking that out, and be sure to check out the Naked Mormonism podcast. This is the Godless Revolution.
6: To be an atheist, you have to believe that it is possible, which I think is a far greater leap of faith. That's something that can be created out of nothing. When you when you look at the majesty and sophistication and the inc- intricacy of the universe that we do know and comprehend, you have to believe that somehow that this
2: energy could have existed on its own. And I do not believe that is. That to me is a leap of you, faith. You you give me the awful impression. Of, I hate to have to say it, of someone who hasn't read any of the arguments against your position ever. Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible.
4: We're going to mix things up a little bit and thank our Patreon supporters right now.
7: Right fucking now.
4: We're going to change things up every now and then. Sometimes we'll do it at the beginning, sometimes we'll do it at the end. You never know. It's just going to sneak up on you. We're like ninjas. (laughs) Think we're going to zig and then we zag. (laughs) Uh, But I wanted to thank first. Our Patreon subscribers, that would be Vanessa Rabato, Michelle Short, Christy Kalbach, Pneumania, Alan Firth. I just stomped all over you. Sorry. <laughs>
0: well, I mean, I don't mind that once in a while.
4: I'm just like, I'm, I'm uh, ready to read names. Gathiest? Oh, you meant
0: about reading names. <laughs> Larry Wilson. It's-
4: Is it my turn again? Okay. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Eager Doctor no, fu- <laughs> Dan, Matt's boss from the TSC podcast to whom we pledge loyalty. Let them eat kefefe Stephen and Andrews, we're all fucked up. <laughs> well, you didn't do anything, so I read I, it. Yeah, I
1: got confused.
4: <laughs> did you say Stephen and Andrews already? I did. Oh man, we're all fucked up. Uh, Jeff Peterson, Janet Uter, who increased her uh, Patreon support. Thank, you very, Thank much. you very much, Janet. Marius Kat Utah Cass, <laughs> Jim Jacobson Matt Tuller Megan Meghan Kennedy <laughs> Andrew Vodopich, Brandy Hamrick
0: Jeremy Goodson
4: Angelica Pearson Wesley Aaron Savita Kuna Purple Dragon and Taylor Grin Thank you all very much.
0: <laughs> Are you circle blind as well?
4: <laughs> I just I don't I, don't, I wasn't oh. paying close <laughs> enough attention to what's going on I guess when, I'm just reading names. What One link breaks and it all gets fucked up. <laughs> I am the weakest link. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> More of a triangle, really. what else? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. What uh you, what else you got for us, Matt? Um This is from Reuters,
0: um, which was written before Trump gave his speech to the NRA, but uh mm-hmm. still applies because they got it all just right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, President Trump, who briefly pledged to fight the National Rifle Association after the February mass shooting at at a Florida high school, is expected to flip completely and throw his full weight behind the powerful gun rights group at an event in Dallas, which he did. Of course he did. Uh, In addressing the gun lobby, gun lobbying group's annual convention, the president will emphasize his support for gun rights in political terms, which he did, likely claiming again that Democrats want to take away America's firearms, which he did. Mm -hmm. This will be Trump's fourth speech to the NRA and with control of the U.S. Congress up for grabs in November's midterm elections. The campaign is underway. It's expected to include familiar warnings meant to excite the Republican voter base. The massacre that killed 17 people at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, on February 14th seemed to mark a turning point in America's long-running gun debate, sparking a youth-led movement for tighter gun control. Days after the shooting, Trump promised action on gun regulation and at a gathering of state officials said this of the NRA, quote, we have to fight them every once in a while. A real, real powerful <laughs> statement. <laughs> Uh, Since then, no major new federal gun controls controls have been imposed, although the administration is pursuing a proposed regulatory ban on bump stocks of the sort used on in an October 2017 mass shooting in Las Vegas that killed 59 fucking people. Since Parkland, Trump has largely moved his rhetoric back in line with the NRA, which endorsed him in the 2016 election and has given him financial backing. A Reuters poll found in March 2018 that 50 4% of adults wanted strong regulations or restrictions for firearms. That was up from 39% in a similar poll in April 2012. Among Republicans in the poll, 40% wanted strong regulations or restrictions in March 2018, up from 22% in April 2012. Trump met with NRA officials privately at the White House twice in February as he mulled policy responses to the shooting. He eventually endorsed an NRA proposal to arm teachers A step, the group said, would help prevent mass school shootings. Gun control activists generally opposed that idea uh, and leave many people asking the obvious questions. If we arm teachers, will librarians get silencers?
4: Uh. (laughs) Uh, Trump Trump
0: initially expressed enthusiasm for measures to close loopholes for gun buyers seeking to avoid the background check system raise the age limit for buying rifles and find ways to seize guns temporarily from people reported to be dangerous. How the fuck is that going to work?
4: Yeah. How do you determine who's going to be dangerous? Well, we talked about this a little bit before show, Mm -hmm. right? Like they, they have this, so the Republicans are, are trying to run this narrative that, Oh, well we just need more good guys with guns. Right. But so, and then they, and then they also simultaneously push this whole narrative of, well, it's just, Guns aren't the problem. It's, you know, people with these mental health health issues. Okay, but so do you think that they've always had these mental health issues and were somehow able to get guns that they shouldn't have had? Or were they perfectly fine and stable and they got guns and then they snapped? They had some mental break and then they decide to kill people. And if that's the case, why the fuck would you give teachers at a school access to guns Uh to mow down children if they snap? That's right. fucking stupid. Uh, you can't have it both ways. It's got to be one or the other.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just like I think both of you said before the show that you know I'm a responsible gun owner until I'm not. Right. You know, yeah. and, and that's true of everyone. Yeah. Yeah.
4: yeah. Every fucking well, person who's done this.
1: How many videos have you seen come of a school where a teacher has thrown a kid to the ground or, or physically right. hit a kid because they didn't like the way the kid was talking or lipping off? Now give the teacher a gun. Yeah. yeah. And, imagine, and yeah, imagine just imagine the teacher in the front of the class. Uh, a classroom out of control or whatever, and they pull a fucking gun in the classroom.
0: I'm, I'm going to go way out on a limb here because I'm the extreme guy on the show, but I don't <laughs> think I don't think that we're at a place in this country where we where we're ready to start uh, dealing out labels to citizens like dangerous uh, or mentally uh, incapable of having a gun. Uh, when we know full well that it's going to be brown and black people that get those labels almost primarily. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that seems obvious, right? Mm-hmm. We we just will by using language like this, we'll just make sure that you know the the less dangerous white people will have guns. You know, because so far no white people have committed any of the mass shootings. Well, that doesn't really work, but you get my point.
7: <laughs> right, well, right. Remember
0: Omar Mateen. Remember, uh,
7: (laughs) And they're all Democrats, too.
1: Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Paid by George Soros. Yeah. George Soros bought those blood bullets.
0: Uh, Trump has since endorsed more modest proposals, such as legislation aimed at providing more data for the background check system. He did not endorse closing a loophole in existing law that would require background checks for guns bought at gun shows or sales arranged over the Internet. So nothing whatsoever and it's and it's just it's all stupid too right like i mean an analogy would be that you know if if people in the nfl are getting an unnecessary and unhealthy amount of concussions over their, their life and their career, mm-hmm. which they are mm-hmm. from even, even linemen from all these, these mini collisions that they're having constantly with the defensive line and all that
4: the fucking soccer players. They're talking about soccer players who well, had the ball. the ball a lot. Oh, they, well, maybe they, that, they end yeah. up The same thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and so obviously, uh, you know, you can continue to make new rules, you know, like no spearing, no helmet to helmet, you know, no, no, uh, shoulder to helmet on a defenseless receiver. Um you could say no heading the ball in soccer and all that stuff. But that's still not going to be as effective as making football illegal. Right. If you stop playing the game, nobody gets those concussions from the game. Right. They're still going to find ways to get concussions. Yes, they will. But it'll be, you know, it'll be from other things, right? If if you want to yeah. truly be effective at not getting people concussions in football, you ban football.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: So Anything else you do, like oh well, we'll well then we'll get rid of bump stocks. Okay, that's the same as just saying well you can't you can't hit them helmet to helmet. Well, guess what? They still fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and guess what? People get concussions other ways in football. Yeah, you know, the only effective way to do it is to is to make football illegal. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, or or fundamentally change how the game is played that they that they don't wear helmets and pads and I mean, You you turn it into flag football or touch football or some shit like that. Where there is no, there is no hitting of somebody else. There is no tackling
1: of somebody it's, it's, else. It's, yeah. it's, it's severely regulated.
4: Yeah. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. But I'm just I'm just talking in terms of like, you know, being most effective. Mm-hmm.
4: Oh yeah, absolutely. The, well, the,
0: but the, what well, they're talking about is we need we need more helmet to helmet hits. Yeah. But to, look, to get to have fewer concussions, that's what the right is
1: saying. You can buy guns in Canada. Uh huh. How many gun violence, how many violent gun, sh- how many shootings do they have a, a year? I have no idea. I don't, I never hear about a
4: shooting from fucking Canada.
0: Yeah, I, that's, that's kind of a tough analogy because they have 14 people. <laughs>
4: but, <laughs> well, and I, I have no idea what their regulations and rules on guns are. Yeah, right, that too. They're, they're very regulated. Yeah. Uh, registered
1: yeah. certain weapons like AR 15s or AKs or those kind of weapons mm. have to be handed down through family members. Mm. If you die and you don't have anyone to hand that down to, it gets melted down. But as far as like hunting weapons, all that kind of stuff, you can go to the store and buy whatever you want. Yeah. After but,
4: I'm guessing a background check yeah, and after, they track after all, all of that, yeah, they probably you, you have you're registered a and you national your... registry. Yep. Yeah. It's very regulated. Yeah.
1: Is it harder to get a gun in Canada? Yeah. But how often do you hear about someone going on a killing spree in Canada?
4: Well, and why the fuck? Why why is there why do people have such a hard on about we have to have such easy access to these weapons of or these machines of death? Second Amendment, Second Amendment, Second <laughs> Amendment.
0: Canada has a population density of less than four people for per square kilometer. Well, that's oh, if wow. you
1: include all the if if you include the Northern mm-hmm. Territory, which is nobody lives there.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, you
1: could probably say Utah's the same. Yeah is ha- like I bet Utah's higher than that like there's only like 15% of the state that's occupied by people
4: I think Utah has like three and a half or 3.8 million people like the entire state of Utah has less population than some major cities yeah but yeah though the Utah is
0: 1,666 people per square mile okay so it's considerably higher
1: yeah hmm. you are correct
4: hmm. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I, I don't yes. understand why. So, so let's say that you're a big proponent of the Second Amendment. You want you uh-huh. want to be able to have your guns and everything, and eat them too. Why? Why, would, <laughs> yeah. why are they so dead set against any type of regulation because in order to maintain their right to have these weapons? Because they think that
1: regulation is part of shall not be infringed. But it is, like, they, it is it is.
4: already like they they neglect- already agree that not everybody should have access yep. to fucking flamethrowers and, and rocket propelled
1: rocket propelled yep. grenades, and certain and- people in the populace are already not allowed to have firearms. Well,
0: yeah, but yeah they but so just don't they,
1: want their right to be well. Infringed. If if yeah.
0: if they want to focus on that little part of it, then why don't we focus on the well regulated part? Because that's also in there. Mm-hmm. Well, so so now how do we balance that?
1: Oh, but then they also twist it to go well. Well regulated militias. Everybody is part of the militia. All non-military people bullshit. are part of the militia. Bullshit.
4: I'll say bullshit. I think well, it's even only then, the military. Yeah. Even even then, if they want to say that everybody's part of the, a part of the militia, they're also denying the whole well-regulated part. Yeah. yeah. They don't want any more regulations.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, I
4: guess they, I, I
1: would, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Yeah. Would assume that their it self- It works with that mustache. It does.
4: It's very <laughs>
1: devilish. Their uh, self-regulation is regulation enough obviously not
4: no i just I, I i like i said i don't understand why they fight tooth and nail against any kind of new regulation on being allowed access to because these it's the, the only
1: thing they have left to hold on to gays can get married now <laughs> you have to bake them cakes <laughs> blacks are allowed to go wherever the fuck they want we're allowing Mexicans the across the border
4: counter with me. God yeah. damn it.
1: Yeah. So they've lost everything else. They can be racist and bigoted over. So now they're keeping on with their fucking guns. Mm-hmm. I,
0: I honestly think, I, I honestly think that some part of it is, is a mindset. It's a fearful mindset. It's this, this, well, paranoia that well, that, course, that also yeah. leads I mean it's also leads to the tribalism the xenophobia the racism well, it's the all apocalypse this apocalypse mindset fear fear of the other yeah fear of the the apocalypse fear of the government you know what what how am i going to protect myself how am i going to protect my land how am i going to protect my family and if you and if the big bad government and all the big bad liberals want to come take my guns that's the only thing i have left to protect myself from all the other things i'm so afraid of which is going to leave me totally wide open to all of my other fears yeah. and then it's over. Everything's over at that point. Y- yeah, you, you, once you take guns everything's gone. Yeah, it's well, a, it's
4: a, it's all, all over. And you know what's interesting about that too is that you'd say, you know, well, we want to we want to regulate your guns or or make it so that you can't have certain types of weapons or whatever and they say, "Well, guns aren't the problem. I mean, you could kill somebody just as right. easily with a hammer or a baseball bat or a <laughs> knife or whatever." And it's like, yeah. "Okay, well then why can't you protect yourself just as easily yeah. with yeah. a hammer or a baseball right. bat or a fucking knife?" Great Give point. me a fucking break, yeah. man fucking, you can't, you can't, you can't say this thing and maintain this thing over here as well. Like you're being fucking inconsistent. Yeah. And it's, it's all boils down to, they're afraid of a slippery slope and they're, it's, they're just basically afraid. They're afraid of a slippery slope where they're not going to have any guns at all. They're afraid of people breaking into their house. They're afraid of the government doing something to try to take over the government, I guess. Yeah. Which is, which is
1: fucking that's I I love that people are like well I'm here to defend us in case our country goes rogue type things like yeah, <laughs> yeah.
4: let's okay Billy yeah. badass right let's, yeah
1: let's see you take that two two three and knock down a, a predator drone at thirty thousand feet dropping yeah. <laughs> a fucking hellfire on your head right
0: but but I support the troops way harder than you yeah yeah, yeah. But, but if they show up I'll fucking mow them down in a second but I support them more hard but, than you do yeah.
1: I did see a truck yesterday in West Valley that said uh uh it had the big sticker on the back with an AR fifteen underneath it that said come and get it. I'm like so, that'd yeah, be really funny if I saw that that in a parking lot and I just peeled off the AR-15. <laughs>
4: I'm like, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Come and get it." I took it. And uh, well, you, I, I, your, your message was totally unclear. If this isn't what you wanted me to do, then <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure why you had yeah, this I you thing. Said, Come Replace it. it
0: with a big old dildo sticker. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I just I don't I don't understand the worship of guns and why people are so fucking terrified of everything. Like, I'm not afraid of of my neighbors or somebody no. coming to rob me or of the government installing or instituting martial law and saying that, you know, I can't go where I want to go and do what I want to do and yeah. turning into a police state
1: and shit. Just- pe- yeah the people that are afraid of martial law are basically want to institute martial law in fucking schools. Right. Right, Yeah, exactly. Guards on every fucking corridor and checking IDs. I'm like, that's fucking like, that's, that's 1984. Fucking like the movie.
0: Yeah. Again, we're confronted with this issue of people on the right being totally unable to turn the argument around there. I mean, and George W. Bush said it the best. He summed this entire thought process up. I don't mind a dictatorship so long as I'm the decider. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly what they're uh, thinking. If we're in charge with the guns, that's fine. We want martial law. If we're not, then I don't want even a single regulation on yeah. what I have.
1: Is, is our country turning into an Orwellian novel? <laughs> in some ways, maybe. Like, maybe minor.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, you can always, throughout history, point to specific yeah. things. That that would mirror what happened in the book, but
1: I mean, he's got a lot of books. But 1984
4: is yeah. I am
1: dystopian, but
4: yeah i I honestly I don't think Donald Trump will finish a uh, full term. He's I I honestly think he might make the first four years just
1: because the 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 amount of time it takes to have an actual trial for an impeachment. I think it's possible he could get reelected.
4: I'm, well, I'm, it's possible. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm thinking, thinking his reelected. All probable. I, I think. I, I think the probability of a re-election is way down since there's a lot of people who voted for him the first time around mm. that are 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 changing their minds and. Mm. Um, but uh, Lisa Lang did a thing on her show on CNN where she went to the same town, uh, throughout the last, for like two years almost before the election during the election and after the election and before the election they were all you know everybody's yeah trump 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 like overwhelmingly the place voted trump now afterwards we're like we think we fucked up
4: yeah but a, but we a, think we fucked but, up but but again
0: it's it's going to come down to i mean if it's if it's trump versus biden they'll vote for trump again i don't think biden's going to run i'm just saying if it's if it's another candidate well that's that, that's why that, the, that brings up that boiling seething hatred in the right
1: well it's 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 not just
0: to obama hillary you know those kinds of candidates if it's another one of those but it's not just the
1: candidates it's the way the media treats the election that's part of it too but but i think it plays a big part because the amount of visibility uh, the candidates are getting and what stories are actually running yeah, that that's part of it, but they—I mean, these are people
0: who these are people who don't change their minds about things.
1: No, but they read a a a one sentence blurb on an article and don't read it, and they make a decision based off of that.
0: Yeah, based on Fox News, Fox
1: News, or any of the
0: other they, ones. They're they're not taking CNN seriously. They're not taking MSNBC seriously. So and they didn't before, and they definitely don't now. They've got this whole fake news meme thing to grasp onto, and I think if if another if another strategically poor candidate is put forward by the
1: DNC it's going to be a re-election for Donald Trump. We should find out in about a year who the major candidates coming in are. Did I say another re-election?
0: That's or redundant. a re-election. Yeah. A re-election.
1: Hmm.
4: Yeah, I just I I see that Trump is probably on his way out. Um, what What is weird to me though is that I think if he goes, it may not be because of Russian collusion. Yeah. It'll be because of some other shady shit that he's done. It'll yeah. be obstruction of justice. Yeah. For l- l- It's gotten to the point now where it could be that there was no Russian collusion, but that because he tried to obstruct justice even into an investigation that there might be collusion, that that would be why he's why he's put out of office. Right. Even if there isn't any, but you you know how many,
0: you know how many fucking heads will roll though? Like from the right, if he, if he goes down for something and they come and they, if they come out and actually say, yeah, you know what? There actually wasn't any collusion. It's just that he tried to, act like he was covering it up and he wasn't, and that's illegal. They're going to freak the fuck out.
4: Well, yeah, I was going to say that's my biggest worry is that if there is no collusion when that was the impetus yeah. for having this investigation, but he's removed because of something else he's done when the when the investigation started because of possible collusion, that if the collusion isn't there and he's removed for something else, that then it is going to look like a witch hunt, right? Then it is going to look like, oh, well, they were just out to get him and they're going to remove remove him no matter what. They're going to find yeah. whatever they can to get rid of him. Yeah. But and that's tra- that's a little terrifying yeah. because then you've got all of these dipshits who don't really follow the news, who don't yeah. really know what's going know. on, and think that, oh, well, the only reason that they wanted, that they started this whole thing in the first place was to prove collusion. There is no collusion and they're still getting rid of him. It they're, is a witch hunt. I'm going to fucking kill everybody. They're going to do that anyway. Yeah. They're
0: they going to do that it. anyway because because no matter what no matter what comes out of it, They're all, they've already made up their minds that it's bullshit. Mm. It's, it's liberal agenda driven, witch hunt bullshit. So no matter what comes out, that's a fucking lie. He never did that. They're, they're dogmatic about their support for him and nothing is going to change that no matter what, no matter what they come up. But, but, but I hope it ends up being something like that where it ends up just like, oh, actually, you know what? You didn't do anything wrong until this thing, which you did do wrong. Now you're out because that's the way the Republicans have been playing with the Democrats for the last 10 years. Mm. It's not, it's, it's a different game. It's not, it's not the same game. And we, we, you know, we, like I said, at the beginning, we should have been blocking every single appointment Trump tried to put through until 2020, because that's the game now. That's the game the Republicans played with Obama, Mm -hmm. and and now we're just letting like like I said about Chuck Schumer rolling over these weak ass fucking Democrats in Washington that are just letting him fill all of these federal and Supreme Court positions just because he's in there now, and that's just what we've been doing forever until Obama, and when we denied him hundreds and hundreds of appointments that should rightfully be getting in. Mm there are some that aren't getting in but the point the point is zero of those are trump's right zero of those belong to the republicans but they're getting hundreds yeah, of these appointments yeah, open they been, since they Obama's been, yeah.
4: presidency yeah
0: and so and so we should have said oh okay well they're not playing they're not playing the same game anymore we'll just block every single possible thing we can until 2020
1: well, if Trump keeps putting up his golf caddies for, for Supreme Court nominations, <laughs> we're good to go because people are like, you don't even know what the law is. You That's can't not a good law. thing.
0: That's not a good thing. They're do- they're dogmatic, <laughs> right-wing, uh, But they're not getting in. Demagogues. Uh, like, the, like the one guy that they put enough, there- But enough
1: of them are. I mean, and Gorsuch is now seated. Well, yeah, but he, I mean, he had the wits. He actually knew how to do the job. But there's been plenty of people that Trump has tried to put in there that, have no idea how to do these jobs, and it's funny watching their interviews. Like, do you know yeah. uh what this means? And talking about like case laws and that kind of thing. Like it's like, um, nope. <laughs> <laughs> Never
4: heard of it. Uh what what is a case again? <laughs> and that that other no. word you mentioned, the raw no law. What is that? What are those?
1: Yeah. Uh no, I have not been to the constitution yet, but I'll go someday. Like, no, that's 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 how we base our laws, sir. Oh, <laughs> I thought we are going on
4: vacation. <laughs> All right, let's do uh, something else.
3: This is Dr. Dan, Matt's boss from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, and you are listening to the godless revolution. Oh, shit. Did I say "rev"? I mean revolution. Bloody Americans fucking up language. You can edit that, right, Spike?
4: It seems to me that those people who have their faith, who believe so strongly in God, if they really believe strongly their god they believe they're right they believe that they they are they occupy the moral high ground they should be only too willing to sit down and put this not to the scientific test but to the political moral discussion test of talking about why they believe what they believe are you up to the task of explaining to the rest of us who don't have your hotline to god why you're right
2: If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you!
4: I forgot to mention at the start of the show that we survived the latest rapture. Yay! We survived the rapture in order to start season five.
1: Didn't he push the date back again?
4: I don't know, did he? I don't, I thought I, I thought I, I saw something. I where, didn't read any yeah. follow up articles to see what the excuse was that the rapture didn't happen. Yeah, I
1: think he pushed it back.
4: Again? Yeah. Always. Always with the pushing back. I mean he's not gonna make as much
1: money. Yeah. But he should push it back a hundred years. Why? Because he'll be dead and gone by then and people will forget he even fucking did it. So
4: Well but then he's not gonna he, he wants he craves the notoriety and the spotlight and the news and his followers to yeah. do what he wants them to do. And if he puts it off for a hundred years, then he's not going he to get people to follow his little doomsday he, cult. He, like, he might be able to get like, more to follow it because then they'd all be like, "Why the fuck should I follow this? Is gonna? I'll be dead before the end of the world comes around anyway." But
1: he's the one that has the knowledge. So, so you got to follow him, so that way you can rise again. Follow him for when what, the because comes? I won't have
4: to worry about anything. I'll already be dead. Like yeah. it's not like it's not like I need to follow him to receive his wisdom. So that I can do but whatever in a hundred years before time, the world ends, because the world will still be spinning and going on by the time I'm dead. Yeah, but if you don't follow him, your soul is fucked. Oh, right. It's the eternal yeah. afterlife consequences Cause that once, I should
1: be worried about. Once, once the rapture comes, you want to be raptured.
4: Better be right with God. Yep. Hmm. Well, anyway, we all survived. Yet another yeah. rapture prediction. Yeah, I didn't see anyone die from it yet. I think I think it was actually going to happen, but the uh the Supreme Wizard wanted us to start season five. So Well, are we
1: sure it didn't pull a Superman and or Star Trek or Star Wars, whichever one it was? Uh and the day got reverted? it happened. Then the end of day got reversed back, and everything was put back in place. Well,
4: like, well, so we were talking about Steve, you yeah. know, and Joanne earlier, and that was <laughs> that. So the the leader of Joanne's cult said, "Oh no, it actually happened." I, I can't remember. Was <laughs> it was it time, Superman? No, time folded back over. Yeah, and so there was a rapture and a reckoning and a reckoning, and it all happened. But then time reversed and came back to this point. So we don't. So everything's exactly the same as it would have been. Yeah. We just don't remember it. Yeah. But it was hell. I was there.
0: <laughs> I wonder what. I wonder what. Which dinosaur prophet was right about that fucking last asteroid? <laughs>
4: <laughs> the end. is He would have looked like you a see genius. Rex holding oh, a little. The end is nigh. We're all gonna
0: die. <laughs> uh, it's definitely got to be a velociraptor.
4: But <laughs> a velociraptor, yes. But still, that
0: last one that got it right before that thing soared in, like, <laughs> ah, looked oh, fuck. like a fucking genius.
4: <laughs> we always just miss Steve, but he was right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we haven't done any video clips on the show for during the regular portion of the show yeah. for a little while. We've been doing them during the Patreon portion. And I thought, Hey, we should do some for the regular portion of the show this time around. We'll also, see, we're t- just switching T-Rexes up can't over. hold signs, <laughs> but it would be a sideways. <laughs> yeah, sideways. <laughs> <laughs> they'd, they'd have to hold it. Well, they'd have a, like a bar that they could hold and then have like little stands on the yeah. end of each. But they got to do like double sign. Yeah. Just hold it with, with their little T-Rex arms. Uh So we're going to start off this little clip bit with Brian Fisher, uh, who says that Jewish people and other non-Christians don't have First Amendment rights. I'm guessing he's going to go with, because, so we haven't watched this yet. I've seen it. Oh, did you? Yeah, I've yeah, seen so, it. Oh, okay. Well, I'm guessing that he's going to say that this is a Christian nation. Our laws are built around Christianity. And so... People who aren't Christians really don't get to participate in that. Yeah, that's really close.
0: What the founders intended since they were Christians was for Christians to have the rights of the Constitution and other people can come and assimilate into our culture and, and that's.
4: And enjoy those same rights as long as they're, as long as they become Christians. Well, he doesn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see what he's done. <laughs> Do you guys watch Bob's Burgers ever? Yes. I see little bits and pieces. Like, I, Tracy watches it. I, I just. I like it. I, I always want to call my, him. My schedule is limited to where I can watch a certain amount of shows, and there's a bunch that I would like to watch, but I don't get to. But. Right. I
0: always want to call him Brian Fishoder. It kind of looks like Mr. Fishoder.
7: <laughs> just want to finish up on our conversation about whether Wiccans, that is, worshipers of the devil, No, No.
4: (laughs) (laughs) that's not what Wiccans are. And also, so I, like, I I thought I need to pause this to address what the The elevator music (laughs) in the background here is like, is that during, that's not something that, that right. So this comes to us from right wing watch, but that's not something they added to this video. This is
7: from
0: playing
4: in his studio
0: for his show. It's like fucking ska. (laughs)
7: followers of witchcraft whether they have first amendment rights under our constitution yes and the answer is that they do not
0: how can that be you're not a constitutional lawyer (laughs) are you sure
7: (laughs) pretty sure (laughs) the blunt simple direct straightforward answer is that wiccans do not have first amendment rights, nor do muslims
4: Nor do anybody who's not a Christian, i but 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 this is where I go,
1: you're really close, because he's only specifically saying the First Amendment, because the First Amendment is the only one that addresses Christianity in it.
4: It
7: doesn't,
1: though. It doesn't.
7: (laughs) Nor do Jews, nor do Native Americans, nor do Rastafarians, nor do any practitioners of any other religion other than Christianity, because...
4: And this should be good. I'm really looking forward to the the reasoning... Behind his, his, his deep thoughts. B- besides thought. just wishful it's, thinking. Yeah. It's classic Brian
1: Fisher <laughs> thinking.
7: Brian Fisher Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because Joseph, and again, I'm just quoting Joseph's story, so this is not my idea. Who's he quoting?
4: Uh, Joseph from the Bible. Joseph's storage? That's what, that's what it sounded uh, like. He said is Joseph's storage.
1: Joseph's story, I thought he said. Yeah, Joseph's story from the Bible. Joseph who? Uh, Josephine. Joseph fu. he was a slut who's <laughs>
4: joseph fu <laughs> joseph fu <laughs> uh-huh. you know the
1: chinese
0: uh, uh disciple oh yeah okay joseph fu
4: <laughs> the the china person was that what that guy from, yeah <laughs> that fucking china guy Persons. was saying free
0: show yeah that 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 uh. guy that nobody on that's listening to this has any idea what you're talking about yeah that, and that i just guy. said
4: china person and now i'm gonna sound like a uh-huh. total dick yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was on it was
7: on the guy from West the Virginia, yeah, some guy we from West watching. Virginia
0: that's running for
7: some office. Yeah, uh, I didn't come up with this idea. This is Joseph Story, the eminent historian of the First Amendment, and the Joseph oh.
4: Story, who's a historian. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. I've never heard of him.
7: Must hmm. be he must be a religious
1: historian.
0: Yeah, yeah probably.
1: probably the only credible one.
0: And
7: the Constitution. <laughs> Look what the founding fathers were driving at here in the First Amendment. They weren't even considering Islam. They weren't even considering Judaism. They weren't even considering Native American religions. All they were dealing with, all they were considering was Christianity. So whatever the First Amendment is about, whatever protections it extends in the federal constitution, those were just for Christianity. So, Hmm. You know what one of the problems? So I was pretty close. Pretty close.
1: And I think where he's getting that from is what the the, David the barton the uh well not that yeah. the uh <laughs> that the, the government can't infringe on religious freedoms mm-hmm. Christian freedoms in this case, which is where clearly. he's taking it. he's taking it as religion means Christian, yeah, and since that's also in the First Amendment, but he forgets about freedom of the press and all that shit and
4: but he's Brian is the kind of guy who would who would scream and squall. And wail about the possibility of Sharia law being instituted. Yeah. But he wants basically the Christian, Christian version law. of yeah. Sharia law. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: because and it's exactly that. And I, I don't think that guys like Brian Fisher would even have a problem saying, absolutely, it's for me and not them. That's what that's what he's doing. That's a true, yeah. He's it's, saying it's, yes. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, exactly what, he's, he's that's saying. what he's saying. So it's like he's not he's not worried at all about equality. What he's concerned with is my team gets all the power and nobody else. That's yeah. all, And that's all he cares about. Mm-hmm. And part of the problem, and it hit me right when he said that what the founding fathers are driving at. Yeah. Well, then why didn't they say it? Yeah. It's yeah. because he's used to living in a world where everything is up for interpretation. They yeah. don't have any clear rules about anything in any book. So everything can be interpreted and twisted however you fucking want it to be.
4: So a fantastic point. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well, so his,
0: his Bible, the constitution, everything, it doesn't matter. It's me, 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 me,
1: me, 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 whatever I want. The awesome Nobody thing else. Is- I don't care. Is there's writings by the founding fathers from later on in their lives that say, no, this was our exact intention with these amendments. And he's totally yeah. dismissing the
0: fact that uh many of the founding fathers were not religious in any they were, sense. They
1: were well, they were deists at the time, which a deist at the time was equivalent to an atheist. Some nowadays. some
0: were deists, some weren't atheists. Well, yeah. they never, I don't think. Anybody, deist is not equivalent to, to No, but atheist. at
1: that time mm-hmm. no one claimed no, mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what time. (laughs) It's a. It means a thing. (laughs) Well, it does mean a thing, but it's kind of like saying, "It's." But it's. I I don't know how to fucking word it. That's the way they referred to themselves. They weren't religious. They would refer to themselves as as deists. Well, some of them. Some
4: of them were. Yeah. Some of them were deists. Some of them were not, and some were Christian, and some were probably atheists.
1: I've never seen a list of them anywhere saying where any of them has listed themselves as atheist or non-religious. I think Ben Franklin. I thought he listed himself as a deist.
0: I don't know. I don't knew for sure. But anyway, Brian Fisher is discounting that. He's discounting all of the evidence that there were even deists on yeah. in the group. Of, and they, yeah, of they weren't fathers. all Christian. Right. I, well, I yeah. guess.
1: Well, there's well, it lump Baptist and Lutheran. Yeah, as those all are all the same Christian banner. it got to be specific, like Roman Catholic Christian. Oh, cr- no. Well, or Catholics right used to not be Catholics yeah. used to not be Christians. Okay. It was just the
0: Protestants. So uh-huh. Lutheran Methodist. Well, uh, baptist you well, know well that's why that. i kind
1: of wonder like if what what is it but just now they count, flavor kind of or are they kind of yeah cuz i know a lot of, there were like the bathpits baptist lutherans catholic listed as you know their religions for some of the founding fathers i
0: i bet i bet deep deep down he would say yeah all the founding fathers were uh the third fifth southern baptist just like yeah
1: <laughs> which is kind of where <laughs> i think he, honestly, i honestly i think he would do that
0: i bet they i bet he does think that
1: yeah
4: well and that's so atheists have given All of these other Christian denominations and uh, an enemy that they can all find common cause against, right? But Mm -hmm. before atheists were as Uh, prevalent and outspoken as we are these days, that's how we got so many different fucking Christian denominations is because they all fucking hate each other anyway. Yeah. But now they have the evil satanic atheists who they can go after. And before we were prevalent, they would just go after each other. It's, it's always fun to get religious people arguing about points of their own doctrine because mm-hmm. nobody fucking agrees on it. You no. can, I, I've said it a few times on the show that you can go into a specific church, any church in the world and start asking individuals who are sitting in the same fucking pew in that church what they believe about specific points of doctrine. And they'll all give you different answers. Yeah. yeah.
0: Even people who have never attended another church in their entire life. Yep. Only that church, yeah, will tell you different things. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah, they interpret it how they want, whatever makes them feel most comfortable.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
7: Christianity. So Christianity has First Amendment rights under the federal constitution. No other religion does. It doesn't yeah. say that though, Brian. It doesn't. No,
4: no. If In that's fact, what they wanted, they would have fucking said it.
0: Yeah. In fact, it, it very specifically says religious. And, you know, to well, to to pretend that they weren't aware of other religions is absolutely uh, disingenuous, uh, disingenuous and historical and and, ahistorical,
1: yeah. Yeah, and, no, and nonsense. Yeah. of well, course, they know about it. Uh, I mean, he's forgetting the fact that every word of the Constitution is applied to every single person on American soil. That, too. Yeah. Even if you're here illegally. Guess what? You, you still have get, constitutional you still get, rights. You still have constitutional rights. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: so the 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 core principle of the Constitution and the United States about these rights being, uh, uh, given to all.
1: Yeah. Is is rights. is
0: the main core of the document that he's denying. Yeah. And he's saying no. In fact, what they meant was they wanted my interpretation of modern Christian dominion dominionism. That's what they were. That's what they are actually trying to say.
1: I. We need to find him pleading that gays are looking for special rights than having him say that Christians have special rights. <laughs>
4: yeah. Uh, should we do Alex Jones or Jim Baker next? Or Lance Walnow? Oh, oh the Alex Jones one looked interesting. Yeah. So Alex Jones says that Trump is fighting a computer program <laughs> that has decided to kill humans. He he
1: went on a Matrix marathon.
4: Kill a human. Humans. He's got some wacky this, ideas. <laughs>
0: Alex Jones thinks that we're only now getting to uh, the Bender program. Yeah,
1: I mean,
0: hey Fry, I- want to kill
1: all humans? It sound, I mean, this sounds like a Matrix and meth combination. <laughs> tricks? <Methtrix.
3: laughs> reloaded. Operating under is a collage of chaos tactic. So many, so many stories that happen multiple times a day. Over the weeks, over the years, that you cannot focus or keep up with anything. Information so, apocalypse. apocalypse. Information apocalypse. What Roger just did and what we do on InfoWars all the time is tied together. And-
4: so you were right, Ryan. I'm, I'm watching this. So we, we took a little glimpse at this, uh, or from the preview, you can yeah. see that there's like cell phones mounted on a, some kind of camera, something like a, a dual something.
1: camera tripod dealio.
4: Yeah. And, but they're, yeah, I mean, it's, it, was pretty clear that they were cell phones, but I wasn't sure. And Ryan said, Oh, well maybe it's because they're broadcasting out to like Facebook Live or whatever. And so as he's saying this, I'm watching the little screen here in front of his face and you can see like this is obviously Facebook because you can oh, see, you see the like little the... likes and shit yeah, as they're flying yeah. past for live videos. Hmm. So now I gotta back it up a little bit because I wasn't paying attention to what he was <laughs> saying. I'm watching these fucking cell phones in the foreground. Matrix and math. <laughs>
3: did and what we do on Infowars all the time is tied together in a perpetual timeline it's all tied together because, you know, you can focus on one thing. They want to keep you in in the moment confused.
7: I mean, that's what Gruber said. It's all about (laughs) confusing us fog of war. But we've got the enemy battle map. We're not even looking at what they're projecting. We've got their battle map, and that's what they hate.
4: Dude, did he seem totally fucking coked out right
1: there?
7: He did. That was... was, (laughs) Yeah.
4: I'm surprised he's
1: not cleaning a closet right
4: now.
2: Like, it wow. looks like he's fucking
4: tweaking
3: out hard. Yeah. Exactly. This is, and so, so we could, we could say like, this is not about Mars. Excuse me. This is not about Iran. This is about Mars, meaning what? this is about attacking Elon, attacking the human evolution, attacking where we're going, playing this other game. This is, of, is, this is uh,
7: already an AI system that made the decision to have a post human world. And Trump has jumped in with others and are saying, no, we're not doing it at the elite level.
4: What? (laughs) Wait, wait. So is he? Did did Alex Jones basically just say that if we were going to be attacked by an AI and the president were aware of it, that he wouldn't allow it at the elite level? Just get rid of all the fucking peons, the proletariat. Yeah, we don't don't attack the rich people or those in power. Just attack the little peons, not the elites. Mm. Just the little peons. Go and get them. I'm confused because I'm like, just unplug it. No, it's it's designed uh wind power, solar, water wave technology that Un- it can power itself forever. Nuclear uh, power they're nuclear powered, Ryan. Well then just unplug it,
1: shoot the nuclear power, shove it in the closet, and don't let light and
4: <laughs> quantum phase shift shit happening <laughs> to Mars- control their stuffs. Mars technology. Uh-huh. <laughs>
3: Oh, you know, none, none of, none of this happens in a vacuum. None of this happens, uh, in singular movements. It's all connected. We've already forgotten about Vegas. They, they roll parkland out. So what happened to Vegas? That's just, that just is unsolved. No big deal. We know what happened to do with the bodies. Now. Unsolved.
4: We've, we've all forgotten about what happened in Vegas. No, we talked about it tonight. Tonight. Yeah. Yeah. We, we have not forgotten about it. And it's Republicans not, want to push past it and pretend that it never fucking happened, yeah, well, carry on business as usual
1: as, as a matter of fact the the body cam footage in the nine one one calls were just fucking released, oh yeah, yeah, I
4: haven't seen
1: any of that you know they they don't i mean they don't show much. they show them trying' just clearing the room. I haven't seen the nine one or listened to the nine one one calls yet, oh yeah, but they got the footage of them clearing uh the room before they find his body,
3: huh. Now they're having firefights. there are in Saudi Arabia, and it's, it's going to get us into war with Iran. And they don't want us to Stop question us the us next false
7: flag. That's what they're really pissed about. It's why they well, said I, mean, I said it, Parkland didn't False happen. flag, didn't huh?
1: That? Isn't that what he's being sued about right now? Uh-huh. Which he claims he did not do. Yeah. And he just did again <laughs> right
4: there? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, but he didn't say specifically Sandy Hook was a false flag. But he was crisis referring... Crisis actor situation.
1: Referring to... They were just talking about... Because that's about, who he was being
4: sued by, as the parents of Sandy Hook victims. He was, yeah. but
1: but he just referred to those last two shootings as waiting for another false flag to happen. Oh,
4: because they were obviously false flags. Sandy Hook might have been a false flag when it happened, and that's what I said at the time. I may have changed my stance since then, but these clearly, clearly are yeah. false flag operations. They're all crisis actors. <sighs> David Hogg, that little punk. Alex Jones is a terrible human being. I wish
1: he could go to jail.
4: That would be good. I mean,
1: he can't go to jail for the things he says unless he convinces someone to go kill someone else, which has almost happened. Mm-hmm.
0: Even the death penalty is too good for him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he needs to watch his show on repeat over and over again while he's not high. <laughs>
4: All right, next up, and this will be our last one, is Jim Baker says that the government scientists say Morningside is the best place to write out the end times.
1: Now, I don't know where morning. I'm, I'm guessing Morningside is a location. Uh huh. I'm betting it's the location, uh-huh. uh, it's where, the location where his condos he owns are are located at. Or his he wants church to, or, or something.
6: Yeah,
4: yeah. And he yeah. wants
1: you to move there it's, it's and rent his property. Self interest in
4: some way, for sure. Yeah. Hey, look, he has a cross hat, just like your other favorite friend. Uh, <laughs> we're going to buy those and turn them upside
6: down. There's nowhere on earth you could live with more of God's generals here.
1: Oh, God's. In- I was going to say oh, God's genitals. We just say here. So I'm guessing that's their location is.
4: Oh, is in Morningside? Yeah. Uh-huh, oh, that's yeah. his place is Morningside? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, Jim, that's so right.
1: I didn't know if those were candles on his desk at first. That's what but I was thinking, too. Like, they're the water bottles yeah. with yeah. weird nipples on them.
6: Uh huh. Generals here. We're, we're outside of, of Branson, Missouri. Is where we, our address is Branson, but we're outside a little bit. We're on the other side of the lake of Branson. Okay. Branson has the number one Christian theater in the world. You're we talking about sight and, and sound, sound. Which don't sound that so sound well
1: During the apocalypse, you can go see a play. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Wait, well, yeah, what is play. the what is the sight and sound theater? It looks like a nice place. It does. Sure. It looks it looks like uh something you oh. see
0: over like in the Middle East almost. You know, it's pretty easy to build nice buildings when you don't pay any
7: taxes. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Nicely manicured gardens. Looks nice.
6: The sight and sound. Uh I tell you what you all are going to know soon why God brought us here.
3: when y-
4: yeah, yeah, give us a date, yeah, motherfucker. Y- you say soon all the fucking time. Tell us when, Give us something we can measure he wasn't yeah. He
0: wasn't good enough to get you out of prison.
4: Yeah, my
5: slot bucket <laughs> expired already.
6: here. <laughs> Do you know the people from the government, from the the NASA, the research from so many of them? They have said in their research, the safest place to live in troubled time is right here oh imagine that
4: uh I doubt that yeah i don't I don't know <laughs> if they've said that or not, but that that would they have would they have whoa. said that because perhaps this area is away from the coast yeah. Away from
1: uh, <laughs> rising
0: water from oh, global warming. You guys are giving him way too much credit. There's uh, very little
4: earthquake yep, activity. Yep, there's no no fault lines, No yep. hurricanes. No. no tornadoes. It this, is Missouri. This so, isn't so.
0: even a good con job. So it's just it's it's a bad con job because he's he's not even he's not even pretending that any of the research is valid. He's just lying the entire time. All the research they've done, everything. Is points to my house, so and I didn't know NASA did, did you research guys know that?
1: on where to stay for the apocalypse.
0: Yeah, I know they don't do research like that.
6: <laughs> right here,
4: right over that water bottle.
0: That's
6: why God brought us here.
4: What's up no, with his beard? Did you notice his beard? What's what's going okay, on? With he's this got beard? he's got
6: a little he's got
4: a little bald patch here. What is this all about? Oh. What is that? You see that?
0: Mine does that, too. Mine doesn't grow right there.
4: Just right there? Yeah. Like he's got it on the other side, but not right
0: there. It kind of looks like he's got a dip in his mouth. I bet he doesn't have it on the other side.
4: Oh, you think? Yeah. Yeah,
1: probably. Well, I, I shaved. looked
4: a little weird. Like, down. Well, because I grow hair
1: all the My over. hair doesn't grow right there. Yeah.
4: Mine does. My beard grows, like, under my eyes. <laughs> I have to shave. Yeah. I, well, you can see the hairs up here. Yeah. Right? I have to shave under my eyes.
1: Don't, don't put the razor on your eyeball. <laughs> don't be going and giving yourself a PK, was it PKP surgery? P-K- I don't know. Oh yeah. The, where carry a, yeah, where they, pericaria yeah, pericaria where they take the razor blade and like peel back part of your eye and like shave it with a, no, fuck that. Ooh, sounds good. Uh, yeah.
4: Well, thank you all very much for tuning in this evening. It's been a delight to be back in the studio talking with you fine gentlemen and to our audience. So uh, until next time, I'm going to go old school and just say crucify that like button. Leave a review to
0: achieve salvation. Hmm. And rate the show AR 15 times a day toward (laughs) Mecca.
1: Thing from here in Utah a few months back, where the uh, uh, Proud Boys were trying to get people to boycott a tattoo parlor because they won't give them tattoos, and I think the tattoo parlor got a lot more business because of it. Cause everybody's like, "Oh fuck yeah, I'm going to go there for my next tattoo." Good for them kicking your fucking asses out of that place. Apparently, there's like three <clears throat> levels to become a Proud Boy. Oh yeah. Like, like first, I went on their website. It's fucking the shits, <laughs> insane. <laughs> they have levels of being a Proud Boy. Yeah. Like first you got to be a virgin announce on your like,
4: these guys are badass. I got to find out how I can be a proud boy. No, I just wanted to
1: like find out more information (laughs) about these fuckheads. (laughs) Apparently the first thing you have to do is announce on all your social media that you are a proud boy. And they give like this statement you have to post out there with your name in it. Mm. then you have to be accepted into one of the proud boy groups. And then you have to get the proud boy logo tattooed on you to become a fully fledged proud boy. So I was kind of wondering. I'm like, well, they're at that tattoo parlor. I wonder if they're at that tattoo parlor to get one of their boys tattooed with their logo.
4: You have to brand yourself. Yeah,
1: and the guy at the tattoo parlor was like, "Fuck no, dude, you pieces of shit, get out of here."
4: Clearly, he knows what he did. Yeah, and does he? And so, oh, I I forgot. I should have mentioned this when we were recording. The other thing that was just kind of weird is that. This was, you know, the the Lafferty brothers' murders were religiously motivated, right? They believed that God gave them these instructions that they had to kill these other people. So I'm in a prison where this guy committed a murder based on religious yeah. ideology, and we have this little connection over our beards, and I'm wearing my godless Revolu- <laughs> one of my godless revolution T-shirts, <laughs> and I was like, I wonder. I wonder – like, it didn't hit me until – Like, I wonder if he gets podcasts. Yeah, well <laughs> – and so, I, you know, I wear atheist shirts yeah. all over the place. But it didn't hit me that I had worn that one in particular. And it didn't hit me until, like, the next day when I was commenting somewhere else about it. I was like, holy shit, I was wearing my Godless Revolution shirt. Like, I wonder if he noticed the shirt as well as my beard. And, like, what are his – current thoughts on religion and well, being a, does he still think that this was, you know, God commanding them to do something. And Michelle Wolf did not denigrate her looks at all. No, she I did, know she, if anything, <laughs> she offered her a compliment on her looks. <coughs> no, and everybody I said is that. like, everybody's like, Oh no, it's terrible. Attacking the way somebody's attacking someone's appearance. She didn't attack. She said it was a perfect smoky eye. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: I fucking,
6: I like Eli's description that she looks like a thwomp from Mario.